0: Welcome to C. diff, spores, and more with your host, Nancy Kerala. We are here to discuss C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and other related healthcare topics. Now, here is your host, Nancy Kerala.
1: Welcome to the program, and thank you so much for joining us today on C. diff, spores, and more. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank our sponsor, Clark's Healthcare, Please visit the Clorox Healthcare website, CloroxHealthcare.com, to learn more about keeping environments safer with Clorox Healthcare. Today is a special day. Today we have three special ladies uh, who are C. diff survivors. Joining us um, today is Christine, Alba and Renata. And I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedules to join us today. And for sharing your personal message with our listeners. So without any ado, I'm going to welcome Christine to the program. Christine, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Nancy. Oh, Thank you for joining us. And Christine, uh, I'm just going to jump in and ask you, can you tell our audience when were you first diagnosed with a C. diff infection?
2: I was first officially diagnosed in November of 2017. But I know I actually had it a while, but um, I just didn't know what it was.
1: Exactly, and that happens, we know. Okay, thank you so much for that. And Christine, what were your symptoms?
2: Um, Well, at first I just thought it was a stomach bug, and then I started getting horrible diarrhea. And I couldn't eat or drink anything without going to the bathroom. And the pain was the worst pain I've ever had in my life. Um, it was like hot swords slicing through your abdomen. I had back pain. And I had horrible uh, brain fog.
1: Okay. It was, and
2: it was horrible. As we know, I, you, I um, couldn't even
1: move. I'm so sorry, Christine. And, you know, as you know, being a survivor and talking with other survivors, no two individuals ever have the exact same symptoms. You know, the number one common denominator is the diarrhea. And, Christine, how were you diagnosed? Well,
2: actually, I was away when I started getting all the symptoms. And when we got home, I went to the emergency room, and they actually admitted me and said I had an inflamed colon, and I had colitis, which I had never had before. So until I got discharged and the C. diff got a hold, or or actually I had all the symptoms again, it's only then they tested me for C. diff.
1: Okay. So Christine, after they tested you, did they put you through any diagnostic tests?
2: Well, they always did the CT of my colon, which showed it was very, you know, uh, swollen. But um, they did do do the um, stool test. So they gave me the, um, you know, the the little containers. And there was like three of them. And they told me I had to go home, put the specimen in it. Um, Once I collected it and, you know, you had to be sanitary, I had to keep it. On ice, it had to stay cold for, and then I would have to bring it back to the lab, so they had always let me know if it wasn't a cold, they wouldn't be able to test it. It made a difference with the uh, with all the all the bad things in there.
1: exactly exactly. So you put it on ice and then delivered it to the lab.:
2: Yes, that was the hardest part, actually getting it back to the lab because when you're sick. <laughs> So I would always need someone to help me because I truly was unable to drive or walk.
1: It's just terrible. And Christine, um, did you have a caregiver helping you at home?
2: No. I mean, my husband, when he wasn't working, but um, when he came home, he would carry me back and forth to the bathroom. But other than that, no, not at all. Okay. And it well, was so new to me, I didn't really, you know, I had no idea. I, no one really explained what it was in the beginning, how severe of a disease it is.
1: Exactly. And, Christine, when you were first diagnosed, was it in the emergency room during a hospitalization? It's
2: after the first hospitalization of the inflamed colon, which they called colitis. They put me on, you know, a couple of medicines. And when that medicine wore off is when I had a follow-up with the gas- the local gastro doctor. And then I had all the symptoms of C. Diff and he, he checked me for everything then. And that's when the C. Diff was positive.
1: Okay. I understand. Now, Christine, after the first treatment was completed, did you have any recurrences, like within 90 days, uh, of another C. diff infection? Well, as soon as the
2: medicine was finished, for example, it would come back within a day or two. And I always knew it was coming back because something like that, you just know what your body feels like. And it's always the pain. It always started with the pain. And then it's so bad you can't eat or drink. So I knew exactly what it was. And it always would take one day or two days and it was back.
1: My goodness. And how many recurrences did you have?
2: I had three. And then I, the last time it recurred, I was admitted to the hospital and I stayed in the hospital a week and ended up getting sepsis. So that was really bad.
1: Exactly. Can't even imagine. So sorry you went through so much. And it's just devastating. And, And Christine, while your care team was taking care of you, and after your three recurrences, did anyone mention a clinical trial to you to treat the C. diff? No. No, no one
2: really mentioned it and that, and then when i was finally under the care of my last doctor i was so severely sick that i couldn't even go off the vancomycin cuz i'd get i would end up right back in the hospital but no no one really ever mentioned it because okay. i would have done it even before i went to the hospital the first time if i knew what it was and what right. could happen
1: I bet. And and Christine, did your dietary intake change at all during the treatment of the C. diff infection?
2: Oh, it changed totally. I couldn't eat. And then I pretty much lived on just maybe broth, um, water. and And then even after, because you can't absorb, my doctor said I had malabsorption. So and I also have a lot of sensitivities now, so it pretty much altered my gut as far as how my body reacts to foods. So I actually have skin sensitivity. Um, I get back pain still. Um, my lips blow up. They get all red, and my skin burns all around my mouth so much that it peels. If I eat certain foods, there's many foods I can't eat now, uh, the brain fog is still there. I just have to keep track of it. it and, you know, your memory gets affected, too. There's so many ex- post C. diff. It's just always, you always know it's there. You're just happy when it's in remission and you're feeling better. That's okay. why I'm so glad you've had me on the show <laughs> because awareness is everything, so it's so important to get the word out and let others know, you know, there's so much out there that I didn't know about. And your, your foundation does so much, too. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Christine. <sighs> I don't want to cry. <laughs> this I know, is... I'm always crying. <laughs> uh, I know we can do that together. All of us. Oh my goodness. Um, well, I need to ask you. I I'm sure that while you were ill, and you had said you already had gone back in as a inpatient with sepsis, and I'm so sorry about that. Um, well, I need to ask you before we go to commercial break. Uh, how was your infection resolved?
2: Well, I was actually on a very strong dose of. Pankomodacin for a long time because I was that sick. I couldn't go off it without going right back in the hospital, but I ended up getting an FMT, which I took the 30 capsules. I had a really good infectious disease doctor at the time, and she worked at the hospital, worked with the hospital, and they were able to have them. I was cured, but of the C. diff and was able to, you know, I'm able to live in a- of normal life, I just always have to watch everything. And then I try to stay away from any antibiotics at all, which is what caused my C. diff, the okay. antibiotics.
1: So you know how it started and where it came from. And that's, that's great to know that you, you already know that in, in advance. Um, and I'm sure yeah, that's a discussion.
2: My, I, yeah, my ID did tell me, though, I had a very strong... Case that was like going around in the community also, so it was probably a combination.
1: Okay. And Christine, since horrible. the final treatment, yes, I, I I can only imagine. No, I can't imagine. But I am. Thank you so much for sharing all of this information with the audience today. And but Christine, since the final treatment addressing your C diff infection. Do you presently live with any lingering symptoms? Oh,
2: yes. <laughs> so, um, like I said, I'll get the lower back pain. And um, if I eat something wrong, I don't feel good. I definitely get the brain fog in the memory sometimes. Uh, the skin sensitivities, I, sometimes I don't even know what I ate and my skin reacts which is, you know, it's not really good. It doesn't make me feel good. I get, I'll get, i get the opposite now. I'll get severely constipated instead of the diarrhea. So, yes. And then when I get the lower back pain, it's very painful. It's hard to move.
1: Can't even imagine. And, Christine, before, we're, we're about to go to a commercial, but do you have a... A, a comment that you'd like to share with the audience today?
2: Uh, yes. Um, always be. I would say if anybody is not feeling well, always be proactive. Go to the doctor with questions. And if you have that gut feeling that you're not with the right doctor, get a second opinion because there's some really good doctors out there. Sometimes you just have to match up with the correct one anxiety is something I live with too all the time. Like we're all, I think we all do it. We all live like if we, when we feel bad, we constantly think it's coming back. So finding someone to talk to and um, in a group or like with the foundation, that's so helpful too, because you're not alone and it makes a difference when you can talk with someone over what's going on with your body and ask questions so definitely reach out if you're unsure, because like like your foundation says, so helpful. I I wish I would have known then when I was sick all the resources that were available.
1: Well, and we all are the reason why we have what we have to offer. And right now, Christine, all we can say is thank you so much for taking your time out of your busy day to share your message to Thanks share you, your Nancy. journey. You're welcome. And at this time, we are going to pause for a commercial break. When we return, we will continue discussing C. diff infections with C. diff survivors. And our next C. diff survivor is Alba. And thank you so much for joining us. And we'll be right back after these messages. <music> Life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
0: Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? the c diff foundation offers global community support sessions c diff can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition mental health c-difficile prevention treatments and environmental safety get answers to your questions you're not alone support is just a phone call or mouse click away to register for a session, call the CDF Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. If you miss the live broadcast of CDF Spores and more, we invite you to listen at your leisure. In addition to the on-demand show on Voice America Health and Wellness, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Take us with you worldwide. You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala.
1: Welcome so much to the program today. And thank you for joining us on C. diff spores and more. Today's a special episode that has three special guests who are C. diff survivors, uh, They're here today sharing their personal message with all of us and our special guest coming up right now is Alba. Alba is a of survivor and Alba thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule today to join us here on c of 4s and more.
3: Thank you, Nancy, so much for uh, giving me the opportunity to speak about my journey with C. diff um, and share uh, and try to raise uh, awareness about this horrific infection that's affecting so many of us um, around the world, actually.
1: Absolutely. And I am not going to interrupt you, and I know that you have a lot of information you'd like to share with our listeners, and we look forward to hearing it. Okay. Okay.
3: Um, Yes, I am a C. diff survivor. Uh, My journey with C. diff began in June of 2017. Um, I was prescribed multiple antibiotics, some of which have a high risk for C. diff in a three-week period. Um, The last two antibiotics that was prescribed by my primary care physician, I did not need. It was for a viral infection, bronchitis. Um, when I presented with the symptoms, I went to uh, my uh, family doctor, my physician, my personal physician, and told him what my symptoms were, a severe headache, uh, my colon uh, was very painful, I had abdominal pain, diarrhea, nausea. He dismissed it as, quote, an infection or a virus. There was absolutely um, no discussion about testing the stool for anything. And, um, you know, I just maybe thought I had a, a stomach virus or something like that. My intuition told me something was very wrong. Um, I had had diarrhea at that point for about three weeks. And, um, I started taking ammonium, you I, know, I ammonium uh, AD. And I made an appointment to see my gastroenterologist and um, I went to the gastro group and I spoke to a PA there and told them of my antibiotic use at that time and the PA said to me, I, I think you have C. diff. I absolutely cringed. Um, I knew of C. diff because I was tested for it while undergoing chemo in the hospital in 2014. Uh, I have inflammatory bowel disease, um, Crohn's disease, and another autoimmune disease, um, ITP, which is um, immune thrombocytopenia, which is a platelet disorder, which also uh, requires steroidal usage. Um, patients with IBD have an increased risk of C. diff infection, as well as patients using steroids and also patients that are on chemotherapy. Um, I was absolutely the perfect storm. By the time the test came back, the stool test came back from the lab positive, which was four days later, I was extremely sick. I I basically morphed into another level of this illness, and I went to the emergency room that afternoon. It was a Sunday. Um, I was initially treated with vancomycin, uh, 125 milligrams, four times a day. Uh, it did not resolve the C. diff after the 14 days. I just kept getting sicker and sicker. I've never been so sick in my life. Um, I was vomiting, having diarrhea 15 to 20 times a day. I could not eat. Um, I was extremely weak and fatigued. Uh, I lost 27 pounds in six weeks. And um, my poor husband, about every three days, he was taking me to the emergency room for fluids and hydration because I was severely uh, dehydrated. Um, After, you know, about five or six trips to the emergency room, I called my doctor and I said, I can't do this anymore. And um, I went to the hospital and I begged them to be admitted and um, they admitted me at that point. And uh, I was admitted to the hospital four times during the summer of 2017 and spent a total of 21 days in the hospital. Um, I did four rounds of vancomycin and kept relapsing and kept failing the vancomycin treatment. No other therapy was offered to me by my GI doctor, Dr. Um, uh, nothing. No uh, Difficid, no uh, Zimplabit infusions. They really didn't speak about anything. They just said stay on the bank of Um After about five months and um, a lot of research on my own, I finally found uh, a physician that specialized in C. diff, and he prescribed the um or Dificid for me. I, I finished the deficit. That was in October of 2017, and then I relapsed again. Um, I was losing hope. I was extremely frustrated and still very, very sick. Uh, he initially suggested that I enroll in a clinical trial, um, but I was actually excluded uh, from the clinical trial because of my history with IBD. Um, he, um, after I was... Um, Uh, Excluded from the uh, clinical trial, he said I needed a fecal transplant, and he actually uh, performed the fecal transplant for me um, in December of 2017, and my husband was the donor. Um, It was performed via colonoscopy, and um, it saved my life. Um, I I thank God every day that I was able to have the procedure Uh, because I don't know where I would be today if I hadn't had um, BFMT. Um, But my journey with C. diff was not over. Um, I had reactive arthritis and dysbiosis of the microbiome, and my gut was uh, severely damaged from the C. diff infections. I went to two functional medicine doctors, uh, rheumatologists, a new primary GI doctor that I found as well as a doctor that specializes in the C. diff. And it took me almost a year from the FMT to finally feeling better and recovering. Um, This illness changed my life. The physical, the emotional scars, and the financial burden was immense. There needs to be more awareness regarding C. diff and a conversation with the medical community t- uh, to address the risks of antibiotic use um, when, they are, when these doctors uh, are prescribing antibiotics to patients. There's no uh, talk about side effects of C. diff or anything. And even when I had C. diff, there was no um, conversation regarding terminal cleaning of the home, that it was an infectious disease, that I could pass it on to other family members if I wasn't careful. Um, I found the CDF Foundation after frantically looking for information on the internet. Um, it has been a godsend to me. The site has a plethora of information, offering patients guidance, nutritional guidance, uh, information about clinical trials. Just so much information out there that um, I would have never found on my own. Um, I am forever grateful to their for their. Con- continued effort to raise awareness and offer patients information and hope. My wish is that the doctors, researchers, and medical community find new therapeutics and medications to prevent and cure this horrific infection before more lives are impacted by a C. diff infection. And, Nancy, I just want to thank... You so much for all of the work and all of the information that you are sharing with the patients that are sick with C diff caregivers, and the global community. I can't thank you enough for all of the work that you are doing to to help people with a, a horrible infection.
1: Ah, uh, Alba, incredible! Thank you for your message. Thank you for sharing that incredible, sad and heartbreaking journey that you that you experienced and. Mm -hmm. One thing that I, what do I say to everyone is, um, none of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. And we agree with you. And as we move forward, raising C. diff awareness worldwide, uh, to everyone, to communities, to the healthcare community, uh, to, you know, patients, families, caregivers, to just to everybody. So we thank you for that. And before we go to break, Alba, there's um, one question that I'd like to ask you, and that's since your final treatment addressing the C. diff infection and since your FMT, which am so glad you had that, and the donor was your husband, but do you presently live with any lingering symptoms from the C. diff infection?
3: Well, the, the worst, see, the problem is I have IBD, so I have Crohn's disease, so if I have a flare... Um, you know, you'll always wonder in the back of your head, in the back of your mind, um, is this C-diff? Like, I had a flare in February that lasted about two weeks, and I had back pain, I had nausea, I had headache, uh, diarrhea, vomiting, and I thought, oh my gosh, I have C-diff. So, I called my doctor and got tested, you know, did the whole series of stool cultures, and uh, it was negative, and I was so thankful that it was negative or C-diff, uh, and I... I was having a Crohn's flare. So, you know, when people have IBD, it, you know, it is, it's hard because you don't know if it's C. diff coming back, you know, and you are at risk. You're like at eight times greater risk than the general population of picking up C D And once you have a C. diff infection, you're um, at risk for getting another one. So that's always in the back of my mind. And then the anxiety that, that goes along with, you know, the lingering anxiety and the trauma and, you know, trying to put, all of that history behind you because it is such a horrific infection and everybody is, you know, impacted differently than others. Um, and hopefully, you know, there's therapeutics in the pipeline to uh, to help everybody with this disease prevent to prevent C. diff from happening.
1: Exactly. Thank you so much, Alba, And we thank you so much um, for taking too. your time to share all this information with all of us. And thank you for... Um, you know, mentioning the C. diff Foundation, we're so glad we're able to help you and help you get through this. And we appreciate all that you do, you know, for the foundation. And right now, at this time, we are going to pause for a commercial break. And when we return, we will continue discussing C. diff infections with the next C. diff survivor, uh, Renata. And we welcome her to the program. and Right now, we just want to say thank you, and we'll be back right after these messages.
0: Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. To help support the C-Diff Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate or call toll free one 844 4 c That's 1-844-367-2343. Join us in our fight against C. diff and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for C. diff infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising C. diff awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age, at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the CDF Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. You are listening to CDF Spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Carala.
1: We welcome you to the program and thank you so much for joining us today. Today's a special episode uh, with our three C. diff survivors, uh, Christine Alba and Renata. And right now, uh, I'd like to introduce Renata to the program and thank her so much for taking the time out of her busy schedule to join us and deliver her special message. Thank you for joining us, Renata. Hi, Nancy. It's been my
4: honor to be with you all today.
1: Ah, well, it's our honor to be with you today, and thank you so much for joining us. And Renata, I'm going to start off asking you, when were you first diagnosed with a C. diff infection?
4: So, in August 2018, I was in a hospital for a pacemaker implant surgery. I spent three days two nights, and I received clandomycin via IV as a prophylactic antibiotics. When I got home, I was suspecting something was wrong with myself. It wasn't just the pain of the surgery, but um, I felt nausea and diarrhea, weakness, and uh, finally, after visiting my doctor many times, uh, that was my primary physician, I was diagnosed with CDI.
1: Okay. And Renata, how did you learn that you had a C. diff infection? Was it from your primary care physician or a specialist? So after
4: about two months constantly visiting my primary physician, sometime even twice a week, and not getting any reasonable answer. I requested to send me to a specialist, but he was for a while hesitating, thinking that I just uh, need time to heal up.
1: Okay. Um, Renata, if you don't mind uh, sharing with the listening audience, what were your symptoms of a C. diff infection?
4: So at the very beginning, after I got home from the hospital, my first symptoms was mild nausea, dizziness, and some diarrhea. Gradually, my symptoms worsened. I was having more nausea, more pain, and also more diarrhea. And eventually, I noticed glazy mucosa in my stool and uh, chunks that look like yogurt. I was also having uh, lots of abdominal pain. Weakness and just feeling like more and more sick and just like I'm gonna just pass out.: I'm I was so trying sorry. To hold on on, because I live alone, and I knew nobody is here, so I just have to push and not give up.
1: Exactly. I'm so sorry you went through so much. That's just terrible. And Renetta, were you treated for this infection? or the symptoms before you were diagnosed with a C. diff infection?
4: No, I wasn't treated for any infection. As I mentioned, I was visiting my primary physician for two months and was complaining about my symptoms. He kept telling me, I need time to heal after my pacemaker surgery. Because, but because of my dizziness, he was suggesting to send me to a neurologist or ENT doctor. He tested my stool for E. coli and salmonella, which came back negative, and then he sent me for CT of my head.
1: Okay. Um, I, I don't know what to say to that, but um the so wrong end did- of the problem. Uh, right, exactly. When you were first diagnosed with a C. diff infection, how was it treated originally?
4: When I went uh, uh, to see the gastroenterologist, uh, she immediately, based on my story, suspected that I have CDI. She put me on Flagyl for 10 days. I started to respond really great. Later, the results from the stool test confirmed the diagnosis.
1: Okay. So, then did you have any recurrences after that?
4: Yes. I had four recurrences total. My first recurrence started four days after the flagyl, So, she put me on vancomycin for 10 days. I was okay for 90 days. When the secondary current started, which was very violent, and I was severe sick, and I was not even sure if I'm going to make it through the night. I went back to gastro, uh, my gastroenterologist. Uh, she was going to put me again on the same dosage of vancomycin. But at that time... I was already researching and trying to learn about this infection. With the help of my daughter, we founded the CD Foundation. Also, I was researching in the American Gastroenterology Association, reading the newsletters, and also American College of Gastroenterologists. I learned from um, the CD Foundation about the fecal microbiota transplant. And uh, from those newsletters uh, about Pulse Taper Therapy with Vancomycin. And that was I suggested for my doctor to put me on. The therapy was spread out uh, for eight weeks. About two months later, I failed the Pulse Taper Therapy and the doctor just put me again on Vancomycin. I was asking about the fecal microbiota transplant, but she insists that we should still try the vancomycin again.
1: Okay. Uh, you really went through a lot there, and good for you for advocating and researching. That, that's the best you can do as a patient. And Renata, did your physician ever discuss or introduce you to a clinical trial while you were ill?
4: No, my physician never discussed any clinical trials with me. As a matter of fact, I knew at that time about medicine deficit made by Merck. But my doctor said, that oh, the medicine is very expensive and my insurance won't pay for. So she just kept me on vancomycin. Later, I found out about the patient's assistant programs that are available also through Merck And I would have qualified for their help.
1: Exactly. And thanks for telling our uh, listening audience about that. Very important information. And Renata, did you advocate? I know you were learning how to and you were doing it. So I'm going to say you did advocate on behalf of your own health care. Can you elaborate on that?
4: Yes, I would like to tell you more. Yes, I was, of course, by, as I mentioned, researching funding valuable uh, information from CD Foundation, learning about the FMT and different programs uh, uh, CD Foundation offering. Finally, after months of battling with this back and forth, when I was having another recurrence, I announced to my doctor that I was planning on to change gastroenterologist because I feel like we were not going move we are not moving forward. So she immediately agreed to do the FMT. She was going to schedule me as soon as possible the same week. Well, I needed to, to remind her because I already learned why during research. That when you have active infection, first it needs to be pre treated with vancomycin or some kind of CDF medicine. So finally, in July 2019, I had a difficult microbiota transplant. Uh, mine was via colonoscopy and it was successful. It had been now about a year and a half since I had the FMT. And I have not had uh, any more recurrences.
1: Okay, that's wonderful. And Renata, we're getting ready to go to break. Uh, I just want to know, since you've had your C. diff infection resolved from an FMT, um, which I'm sure you've learned about that on the C. diff foundation support groups, um, have you had any post symptoms or any uh, residual symptoms since then?
4: Yes, since the FMT, I was having several times ups and downs and had symptoms that mimicked CDI, such as diarrhea, and nausea. Based on my history, my new doctor always sends me to lab, but the results always come back negative. Before CDI, I was already having IBS and diverticulosis, but after CDI, it all got worse, and I also started to have problems with my gallbladder, which needed to be removed after four months after my FMT. I believe all that uh, this uh, contributed to my symptoms mimicking to CDI.
1: Absolutely. It probably did. And Renata, I can't thank you enough. All of us cannot thank you enough for taking time out of your day today to share the infection, the C. diff infection message with all of us and your journey It was horrifying uh, and just a tragic experience. And we're so sorry you endured so much. And thank I said, thank you for being here. And at this time, we are going to pause for a commercial break. When we return, we will continue discussing a C. diff infection with uh, Renata. And we ask you to please stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. (music)
0: Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand-washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. C.D.I.F. can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C.D.I.F. prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C-Diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. To help support the C-Diff Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate or call toll free one 844 4 c That's 1-844-367-2343. Join us in our fight against C-Diff and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for C-Diff infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising C-Diff awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Your life, your health, your network.
1: You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
0: You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Corrala.
1: Welcome back to the program, everyone. And thank you so much for joining us today on C. diff spores and more. Today has been a very special episode with three brave and strong uh, C. diff survivors who joined us today. Christine, Alba, and Renata to share their message with all of us and to share their journey through a C. diff infection. Uh, At at this time, uh, I welcome back Renata to the program, who is going to share some closing comments with us. Welcome back to the program, Renata. Thank you, Nancy, and
4: everyone. At this point, I would like to remind all patients, survivors, and other listeners that if you are suffering from this horrible disease, please don't give up. Fight, research, and be advocate for yourself. Just don't lose hope because that is not going to help you and nobody else will do it for you. If you think that you are not getting uh, your answers from your doctor, just change your doctor and go or go see different gastro. As I mentioned earlier, I needed to do all this all by myself, and I am glad I did. Thanks to Nancy Corolla, who is the creator and president of the City Foundation, we patients have something where we can always turn for help. They are now like my family. Just go on their website because thecityfoundation.org. Offers, offers so many wonderful programs like free conferences on the phone that are offered once a month with Dr. Oneto and Dr. Paul Feuerstadt who actually introduced me to FMT. And that's what actually saved my life. You can ask them questions related to your CT infection and you will get their own opinion and advice. You just need to understand that you still need to keep your doctor who is treating you and prescribing you your medications. There is also a conference offered once a month with a certified dietitian care factor, who will help you with your diet. When you are going through this infection, it is very important to know what you can eat and what food you should avoid. Another valuable research is available once a month about caregiving with host Dave Bishop and other healthcare professionals. You can get a lot of valuable information about how to take care of yourself or your loved ones too. During these sessions you can learn about proper hygiene to prevent or stop the spread of the CD spores and keep your families safe and understand what you going through also how how to help stay safe and not get infected also uh, it would be very good idea if your family uh, join the session with you as far as preventing the growth city sports i was introduced to epa registered product to disinfect my house you can learn more about epa product are available on visiting cdfoundation.org and click on the home care tab with the little heart next to it. All of these telesupport uh, programs that I just mentioned can be accessed by going to the CD website www.cdfoundation.org. Under the tab, CD Global Telesupport is on this page where you can sign up for all the Telesupport programs for free. You can also download the mobile app called CDFNU, and you, which are available from Google Play Store or Apple Store. Signing up for the Telesupport session is very easy. You can also learn more of these programs by calling the CDF Foundation at 727-205-3922. Four eight four four three seven six two three four three. As I mentioned earlier, I went through the FMT to stop my CDIF. But another thing that you uh, you can try are clinical trials because we are all different and various health conditions having. And not, very, not every treatment is suitable for everyone. Just visit a special website, cdclinicaltrials.com. And if you are able, there is something that you can do for the CD Foundation is volunteering in your area. For example, like you can spread some flyers of, uh, to doctors' uh, offices and uh, uh, stuff like that. At this point, I would like to say thank you to Nancy Carolla for all the incredible and hard work she is doing all year round. Without this foundation, lots of CDF patients would have no way where to turn for help. Also, a very special thank you to all sponsors of CDF Foundation, also Dr. Katerina Oneto and Dr. Paul Feuerstadt, also, Karen Factor and David Bishop for donating their time and offering once a month free sessions available for all CDF patients and survivors and sharing their medical expertise with
1: you. Thank you for listening. Okay. Renata, I couldn't have said it better, and I thank you. We all thank you here from all of us at C. diff foundation and C. diff spores and more. Um, That was a wonderful closing comment from you. And we thank you so much for you joining us today to share your journey. And right now I would like to thank series therapeutics for being the diamond sponsor of the ninth annual international C. Diff conference and health expo live online two day conference taking place on November 4th and 5th. And also, we thank Fairing Pharmaceuticals for being the global sponsor of this year's global C. diff. awareness walks, taking place September 25th. For more information, please visit www.cdiffwalks.com to learn more about the walks and cdiff2021.com to learn more about the conference happening in November. Uh, We also wish to acknowledge the organizations around the globe dedicated to improving health through research and developing new products to address C. difficile infection prevention treatments, protecting the gut microbiome, clinical trials, diagnostics, and environmental safety worldwide. I'm your host, Nancy Corrella, with a reminder, none of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We wish you a good health, continued healing, and a good day. <laughs>